0: Hey, guys, I'm Gabby, and welcome to my podcast, The World Thermize. So the past few days, I was thinking about how we do things differently in different parts of the world. um and maybe it's just a few things like small things that we do or that we don't that can shock or we can we can be shocked that if someone does it or not, so I'm going to talk about little differences that I've learned about with my my friends from all around the world. I picked three theme, themes that we could talk about today. And it's school, food, and Christmas, since it's Christmas time. So let's talk about school first. I picked this theme because I, I think it, it would be funny since I've seen so many, especially TikToks, talking about um, how people in the United States don't have geography and they are just like, what do you guys study? And it's funny. Also, it's not just the United States. Is I've learned about Peru too, so let's talk a little bit about it. So I will focus on the high school part of the education, and since it was my most recently part that I've passed through. Um, so I will talk about about it the Brazilian um, structure, but I just want to clarify that not every subject will be studied in Brazil like there are some standards um, subjects that we have to ch- take but I think at my school it was a little bit different and but it could vary around the country so I will talk about my experience and I, I lived in, at the south of Brazil so that's um sort of what I'm going to talk about now so, the subjects, that is something that people talk a lot about. I had, at high school, I had 14 subjects. That's a lot. And we had to take them all. There were no optional classes. We have to take them all. Um, so, we had math, chemistry, biology, physics, history... Geography, sociology, philosophy. Um, We study at my school, we study two languages, uh, foreign languages, but um, the most standard is just to study one foreign language. But I had to, to take both of them that I took English and Spanish. Then we study Portuguese, Brazilian literature, we have PE or Gym. And also, we have a art class. So, um, that's a lot. And I don't know how I, I got through with all of these subjects, but I survived. <laughs> um, my least favorite was, I think, sociology. I don't know why, I just don't... I, maybe it was my teacher or... I don't know, I didn't have a lot of fun with this, with this class, and you might think that if you're a listener here on my podcast, you've heard me talk a lot about languages, so I assume assume that you might think that my favorite classes was the language classes, but it wasn't, (laughs) because let me tell you something the in the school we don't actually learn a lot I mean talking about myself I did not learn English nor Spanish at school it was it, they were fun classes but sometimes I mean sometimes but um the method that they use is just like grammar and learning grammar and just memorizing words and those kind of stuff I think this is pretty much standard for a lot of countries, I think, and I did not learn a lot, but my Spanish classes were were fun, because my teacher, she would always put music so we could could learn through music and we do fun activities, but I did not learn a lot, because the time, we just had one class per week. So, the teacher couldn't do much with the, the time that, that she had. So, we didn't learn much. But I think my favorite um, subject was probably biology or chemistry. I'm more of a number numbers girl. I, I like math too and physics. And I also loved history because of my teacher. She was she is amazing, she's the most amazing teacher I've ever had, because the, her classes weren't just reading a book, and just her telling what happened, you know, in history, she would actually narrate, she, she was a, a nar- narrator, is that a word? Um. She would just put so much effort in telling us the story, and she just put so much, so much passion and it was so good just to to hear her her talking about it and she her classes were so amazing that she was just entered the class and she was like okay guys I'm gonna talk about this and we could open our our books but she just start telling us the story and we actually heard, record her so we could study at home and go through the class again and if we could ask questions we could and she would ask us like what do you think is is about to go on now and it was it was amazing i i have no words to describe it and it was a an amazing experience and but also Something that we study is Portuguese, and I think most of the the english speaking countries would also learn English, but it's not it's not like we don't know how to speak our own language it's just that we know. The grammar and how to write essays and those kind of hard stuff that we learn. We're not learning how to speak because we already do that, we already know that. But it was really funny to my boyfriend, he's from Peru. And when I told him I we had Portuguese, and this is something that we always have and in, in every part of the country, we'll always have Portuguese on elementary school to high school to the end, to the beginning and to the end, we will have Portuguese. And my, my boyfriend was really amused by it. He was like, what? You don't know how to speak your own language? And I was like, no, it's not. It's trying to speak. We are learn- learning the more, it's more deep, the knowledge that we get in this class. Um, but he was he was really amused by it, and he, and he he thought it was funny because I don't know if this applies to all Spanish speaking countries. I don't know if all of them don't take Spanish, but in Peru specific specifically, my boyfriend said that that they don't take Spanish, and I was like, how do you learn how to write? proper essays how do you learn how to use formal language to answer um, emails to answer to make a curriculum like how do you learn those things you know but it was really funny but also in Peru his um, subjects were a little different and the most different were that I, I found that was really really different he had to take um, citizen and civic formation. I have no idea what would they take in that class. I know it must be something. I don't know if it's something more like. I have no idea. Sorry, I I can I can't even think about something. Also, um, he took education for work. This is really interesting and I wish we had that because I think it would be really useful. And also he took science, technology and environment, but it's one subject. Like those three themes are just one subject. He also took communication and religion studies and yeah... It's really really strange for me, but I think it it would be fun to to know more those adulting stuff like that we need to to actually learn after. But yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Also, um we could we study mostly at just one period at school like we One period of the day, I mean. We actually have like, I think, four hours of school or five. I don't remember. But I study and in the morning I would go into class at 7.45 a.m. And I would leave 11.45 a.m. And we also have um, the afternoon schedule. It's like one forty-five to 5.45, I think. But I always liked studying in the morning better. Um, but my brother actually loves to study in the afternoon, so he study in the afternoon. Also, our grade divisions are different. Um, we have three years of um, high school. And I think nine, nine years of, I don't know how it's, it's like middle school and elementary school. I don't know how it works. But it's kind of like, um, we call it fundamental. Is that, that, is that what we call it? And it's like fundamental one and fundamental two. And then we go to high school. So the the first one is five years, and then the other one, the second one is four, and then we have three years of high school. That's how we, how it works in Brazil. Also, um, oh, something that I, I want to talk about as well is that at my school, PE or gym, it was at a class that we had to take um, in the other period. So if I study in the morning, I had to take PE in in the afternoon. So I couldn't do that because I I couldn't, there wasn't um, a way for me to get to school other time than I supposed to be at school. So I actually was excused from PE, but only because I have health issues. I have a lot of um breathing problem i have asthma and all this kind of stuff so i could i was excused from the class um because of health conditions but i i had to to do essays and little homeworks so my teacher would have something to grade so yeah i had to actually took it but not the the real class i just had to to make long essays essays about it. Okay, so let's talk about food. For me, it would be 100% the thing that I miss most about Brazil is the food. Because I don't get the food here, I can get the same food, but like family and friends, obviously I do miss them, but I still can talk to them. But the food, I can only see pictures of it. So this is really, really sad. Um, So, the most standard meal in Brazil, it will have to be like for the whole country, this is true, is that we almost every day eat rice and beans, like white rice with brown beans, and here in Argentina, they don't have brown beans, you know, And, and it's just so different, um, so, I think the, the beans that exist are like the color brown, there are also black beans, um, there are kind of red beans, and white beans, I think. That, that's the four beans that I, I know about. And in, in Brazil, in, in different parts of Brazil, they eat different um, kinds of beans. Um, in the south of Brazil, is most common to eat black beans, but I usually eat um, the brown brown beans. They are the best beans. I love them, and here they don't have it, A- and they only have um, the black beans. I think I saw red beans as well, but they they don't taste right. You know, they taste like potato. I seriously I swear that I I taste potatoes in those beans they don't taste like beans and they here they don't they don't have the seasoning for beans that we do in Brazil we have specified season for the beans you know when we want to cook beans and I'm so sad I want to eat these like rice and beans so bad but I can't but that's okay. And I think the this is the most tender meal in Brazil. So we we would accompany the, the, the rice and beans with um, a steak and a salad, a lettuce and tomato salad and maybe um, fried potatoes. So this is this is something that it has a name. If you if you go to a restaurant in Brazil and you ask for a, a done plate, I mean a done a done meal, I think. It the translation is poorly, but if you go to a restaurant, it, it most probably will have something in the menu that is called prato feito. And this prato feito, that roughly translates to "dumb plate or something like this, um, is the white rice, beans, fried potatoes, um, steak, and a salad. And this is the most delicious thing in the world. You know, I just love it so much. We also um, eat a lot of pasta. Um, We eat... We eat, like, everything. We have a vast variety of fruit and vegetables. And because we are a tropic country, so we have a lot of things. Um, And we do eat a lot. I think that I like almost everything. Like I like the liver, that meat, like, the liver part. I like it. I don't usually eat it. You know, I, I must eat it like once a year. But I like it. I don't complain about it. And I think that people would char- char- characterize me as uh, really not picky eater. You know, I am not a picky eater. I like most of the things. The only thing that I cannot tolerate and I will not eat is raisins. I hate raisins. I don't know why but I hate them, they they have a weird texture, a weird taste, I don't like them, and something that is related um, for Christmas, is that at Christmas time, people like to put raisins in the rice, you know, in the, in the rice, no, 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 this is atrocious, you should not put raisins in the rice, on the rice so I don't know if it's in or on I have a problem with these words um but it's horrible it's a crime you should not do it you know (laughs) but yeah probably the thing that I miss the most about Brazil is the food and I wish I could go back this Christmas time but I will be staying here because of the pandemic and but yeah, I wish i i maybe I would tell my mom to mail me some foods that I could eat not not um beans though, because it's against the law, you know it's illegal i i I don't know if mailing is illegal, but it's not really good if you bring to you into. With you, like uh, on a trip, you know, if you're traveling, because I think there is a law that you cannot enter a country with grains or things in a package or meat or fruit from the other countries. You know, I think because of contamination, I think or something like this. So we cannot do this, but but I think snacks. My mom could mail me some, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask her for it. And now let's talk about Christmas. For me, Christmas is the best holiday ever. It's the best time of the year. I love Christmas. And I'm a little sad that I, I will not be going back to Brazil this year because of the pandemic. But I'm still glad that I I can FaceTime my, my family and just, you know, have them with me. Even though I will be here and they will be over there. Um, but it will be good as well, you know. So, what is usually what happens, at least in my house, for Christmas. I think that, that there will be um, standard things that I will say here. That all Brazilians can relate but maybe there are a few things uh, like details that we do differently, you know, but I think we we could relate to each other. So Christmas time at my house usually begins in the end of November when my mom pulls, all, pulls out all the decorations for Christmas and start decorating the house. And she goes all off, guys. When I tell you, this woman is a Christmas crazy lady. She is, you know. (laughs) Hi, mom. (laughs) I know she's listening to this. So, sorry, mom. But that's true. And I I think you're proud of it, right, mom? Okay. So, um, she decorates the front door. um, She has like specific um plates um silverware glasses um what else um and towel tables and she has a lot of stuff to decorate the house with like the what do you call the the little house that it has mary and john and jesus and the little animals i'm gonna look it up so, the internet says that it's Christmas crib or Christmas nativity scenes. I have no idea if this is right, if it is, or if it isn't, just let me know. So, we have this decorating the house. We have a lot of candles, a lot of Santas around the house, and it's really just just pretty good, you know? And the house ha- just lights up with this Christmassy spirit, you know. I I just really love it. Um. So in the end of November, we start this crazy decorations, and my mom, we my mom, my brother and I, um. We usually set up the Christmas tree in the afternoon um and my dad is usually working so he he's not a part of it but we never left him out of it you know he always gets to put the star on top of the tree when he gets home so this is his job just to to make him feel that he was a part of it you know and so we we set up the christmas tree it's usually on a corner of the living room and my mom has so many ornaments and she actually uh, had made ornaments that those christmas balls that it has our picture in it it is a it's see-through the the little ball and then inside of it there's our photo in it it's pretty cool and so we get to be an ornament on our tree. <laughs> um, and then the, the Christmas spirit, it's set in our house. Um, so time goes by and at Christmas Eve, we start the festive, the festivities or the party. So we, we usually have to eat a lot of things. Um, We usually eat barbecue and there's a lot of meat in it, like um, red meat, there's pork, there's sausages, there's um, chicken, like chicken wings and those kind of stuff. There's also garlic bread that is just amazing. Um, We also have a lot of salads for some reason. (laughs) I think that with all the meat we just need and grease you know we just need something more light but we have different salads we have um rice and without raisins please we have a lot of things to eat and it this may vary but at my house it's always barbecue and a lot of salads and um a kind of um corn cornflake but corn um flour or something like this i i don't know how to describe it but it's called farofa you can look it up if you want it's f a f o r a no i spelled that wrong oh my gosh is <laughs> oh my gosh I feel so stupid now. Is farofa, F A R O F A. I switch it up the F and the R. Um, you know, guys, I have to confess something that when we use a lot of um, other languages. In our daily life we kinda we kinda get dumb in our own language, you know. I I feel I feel a little dumb, but that's okay. This is this is a fun fact that happens to me because I use a lot English and Spanish so I my Portuguese is just horrible. It's rough. <laughs> okay, so moving on. There's this thing that we also get and we always have dessert Um, we always have some kind of pudding like um, condensed milk pudding or a thing that is called manjar de coco or eh, gelado paulista that it looks like a pudding but it's white and it's it's with coconut and condensed milk and so many other things that I don't know but it's really really good and also at my house we usually have ice cream It's something that it's always present (laughs) even though ice cream we it's not a festive thing you know but ice cream makes our lives better you know it's just it's just necessary it's a must-have on (laughs) any occasion um and i think that's it for food if i'm leaving something out the brazilians can tell me also we have a lot of um desserts that it's from italy we have panettoni. um i don't know how to pronounce that in in italian accent i just know the brazilian way to say it um, but we have that too we have Torrones, that is that white thingy with, um, how is that, peanut, yeah, with peanut in it, it's really good, we have a lot of food, and at my house, we usually eat when it's ready, you know, there's no time for it, when it's ready, we eat, because we are always like, oh, mom is ready, dad is ready, (laughs) So, yeah, we are just really excited to eat. So we don't wait to until midnight. I, I know that some people do. One of my best friends do. And I was like, what? I would die of hunger before that, you know? So we usually eat when it's ready. And it's like around 9 or 10 p.m. Or maybe 8. I don't, I don't remember. Oh, also a fun fact, in Brazil, we don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Um, This is sad because I think it's a a really um, beautiful holiday to to do and just to be thankful for things. But we go straight to Christmas. Um, And then uh, at midnight, like a little bit past midnight, we open our presents. So... Uh, when I was little, my mom waited to to give us the present, um, the the morning after it because like Santa would bring us the presents. Um, but when we got older, I think my mom just wanted to switch it up because now, from a few years now, my all of my family goes to spend Christmas at my house, so my mom. My mom loves to to just have little presents for everyone. So I think that's why like past midnight we already open our gifts so we can open with everyone else, you know, all together. But I I'm going to be honest, I I rather open in the next morning and have that that morning Christmas morning feeling, you know, that Santa brought me presents but that's okay yeah midnight is cool cool too um so oh something to to talk about too is that my parents never told me that santa isn't real because santa it is, is real you know <laughs> i just i just find it so t- thoughtful of them that they never got to ruin or or imagination or or festivities just to say that Santa wasn't real, you know, um, because I think it comes from their home. Because my mom said that her father never told her that the Santa was wasn't real, and he always um, told them to prepare their shoe boxes and put it um, beneath their bed. So, in the other at the Christmas morning, they would have presents. So, my mom do that, like, the whole, all the years that she lived with her parents, you know, until she was an adult. I think I'm gonna check on her, with her. But I just think that it's really beautiful, you know, to just keep keep the, the spirit and the the imagination alive, you know. It's, it's really beautiful. And I for sure would, will... We'll say to my kids that Santa is real and that they visit us every Christmas. Because I think it's it's something really beautiful. I don't know, I think it brings us hope and joy. And, you know, it's something really cool, I think. Um, Oh, also, we don't, like, we, I think most of the world watches Christmas movies, but it's from the United States movies. At least one, like at least Home Alone, you know, we watch it. And I've seen a lot of videos, uh, movies, that they the kids put uh, milk and, and cookies to, um, to Santa. Um, but in Brazil, we never did that. We just, oh, I forgot to mention that we also write the the letters to Santa. So that that's the only thing that we do to Santa, but we don't actually send them through mail. We just leave it. We write and then we fold the paper and we leave it in our tree. And at at midnight or at Christmas morning, there will be the presents, but no letters. You know, (laughs) so it's it's really cool. You know, because if if Santa can see us you know see if we were good or naughty so why wouldn't he be able to know what's written on my letter even though I didn't send it to him you know so that that's what we do we just left the the christmas letter the santa's letter um in the tree and on on the tree and I wrote letters until, until last year I wrote my letter. No, I don't think, no, I did not write my letter. Last year I did it in 2018. I didn't write it last year because I got to, I got to Brazil um, a few days before Christmas. I think I got there like twenty second. I think. I don't remember. It was like almost Christmas and so I forgot to write my my letter to Santa. So that was a shame. I need to write my 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 letter to Santa now, you know. Um so yeah, I think that's it. That is mostly what we do at Christmas. And also it's summer and it's really hot and a lot of people are at the beach and yeah, it's hot. We have, uh, we don't have a white Christmas. We have a yellow, really hot, flaming hot Christmas. <laughs> that was, that, that's what we have, but it's fine, it's cool. Um, but I would like to have a Christmas um, in the North Hemisphere because I love winter, so... It would be it would be nice to spend my my favorite holiday uh, in a season that I really love. So that was it for the episode, guys. I hope you've enjoyed, and just let me know what you think. Um, it was kind of crazy that I did, that I mentioned that I did, or the things that were similar, and just let me know because I talk to you guys. It would be really fun and let's just enjoy the rest of 2020 and see what christmas time brings to us i know this has been a really tough year for everyone it was a really strange year and a u- unusual year and for most of us it were a really sad year stressful year uh, i don't know our anxiety grew and all of those those things, but I hope we can still smile, and just appreciate the little things that we still have in our life, and so that was it, guys, I hope you enjoyed, and have fun with me through this journey, bye, see you next week!